I'm Stephanie Beatrice. I'm Courtney Kosak. And we are best friends. And this is Reality Bites. A podcast about sex, love, relationships, and dating in the digital age. <sighs> no, Deep it's, breath. It's getting better, though. It's getting better. It gets better. It gets better. <laughs> uh, <laughs> strong endorsement for dating today. Um, I feel like... We already started talking about stuff we didn't think we were going to talk about. It seems like... Let's just spill some tea. So spill some tea, girl. Okay. Cheers. We're dating some people. We're dating some... We're dating fewer people than we were before. <laughs> we're each dating one person now. A singular now. person. Um, let's just drink to that. There's no vodka in these at all. Listen, it's... Uh, I, I have typically been, like, such a, like in such monogamous situations and like the dating multiple people was like a weird transition but it's almost just as weird coming out of that Mm -hmm, a little mm -hmm, bit mm -hmm, mm -hmm, because like there mm -hmm, is some like mm -hmm, kind of comfort to mm -hmm. the freedom of it and like the like do I sound crazy just saying "Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm mm-hmm over and over because that's how I feel I feel crazy yeah yeah get it it, but then it's like am I making the right decision (laughs) It really, like, gets you in all the commitment phobe. But then, like, you're not boyfriend and girlfriend really yet. You're still, like, just trying to, like, figure out who this person is and get to know them. And, like, we met both of these people on apps. So there's the whole, like, it's not like we had mutual friends or, like, we, it's not like we work together or whatever. So there's. It's all new. Like, every single part of it is new. It's, like, fully from the ground up, like, building a fucking house with no plans. It's just, like, here's the lumber and try and. I don't know. It's very different. The it's, bitch meeting went well, so I feel like let's just throw <laughs> it up. I don't know. Uh, it's very weird. It's it's very weird and different. I'm just rubbing my forehead with all my anxiety. I wonder how this is gonna read on camera. I'm curious. Let's not let's not judge it. Just like we're trying not to judge these situations, which has yeah. been I think tricky for like both of us. Like, shaking my knee. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think, though, there's, like, some value in, like, getting to know someone without the, like, complications of there being, like, a hive of other people who may or may not be involved. I agree with that because, like, the last person I dated, it was in a work environment and, like, as soon as everybody smells it. It's like blood in the water. People are like, so you and so and so. And they like, everybody's up in your business and like wants to know what's going on. And then like somehow that almost like uh, revs up what you're doing faster than maybe you oh, would even want to. It felt that way for me. It was like suddenly we were like pushed into some- coupledom and like. I don't know. It felt it felt a little bit that way to me. Like people knew that we were paired off, so like this. other guys in the work environment like weren't gonna hit on me or anything. Like even though maybe something might have happened with one of those other guys, maybe it would have been a better fit. But it was like suddenly I was off limits and vice versa because like this guy and I were seeing each other, you know? Yeah. In this and work environment. both of both of our decisions, like we made these in very like conscious. You know, it was like we had to make a conscious de- decision that we just wanted to date this like one person. And right. like part of that feels like very like adult and, uh, yeah. on purpose. Yeah. On, on purpose. On purpose. I, yeah. Because well, like mine was 
I was seeing other people and suddenly it started feeling like I don't want to. And all those other people were great people. But there was something about this one person that made me want to spend more time with him. Yeah. And so I and like to TBH, I didn't I wanted to not feel that way because it does seem really fast. Like I on paper, I just got out of this like very long relationship mm-hmm. on paper. But in reality, and the reality is like nobody but me and that ex really know what that relationship was. You were privy to like a lot of parts of it, but even you mm-hmm. didn't know you weren't there. in it. So like being inside of it, I can say that like there was a long time where I was trying to be happy in something that was making me deeply unhappy. And and so in that way, it doesn't feel too soon because it feels... I feel excited and happy about something. Yeah, even, like, most of the time that I've known you, you've been, like, kind of working, like, working to try to make it work and then, like, trying to, like, you know, you could definitely, like, see that you were, like... Struggling. Struggling with it and, like, deciding, like, if that was right or felt right. Yeah, and then, like, sometimes even, like, convincing myself that the things that I wanted weren't what I wanted. Yeah, I remember this one time, I I don't know if I've told you this or not, but there was this article in like Entertainment Weekly or some magazine that I had gotten that had all these actresses that had been nominated for, did I tell you about this? They'd all been nominated for awards that award season and I was like flipping through and they were like, the, the question from the reporter was, what in your life is the most valuable thing to you? And almost every single one of them said, my family, my kids, my family, my kids. And I was reading that article and it's like burst into tears. And he asked me what was wrong. And and I said, I want this thing that they're all saying. I, and how I covered it, I didn't say I want this thing that they're all saying that they want or they have. And that I don't have it. And that I don't have. I covered it by saying, I don't know if I'll ever be as good of an actress because I haven't had this experience of being a mother. I do remember you telling me this. this. Yeah. And it was like, that's how I covered it to him and to myself, the real thing underneath was I want to be a mom someday and I don't know how to say that out loud to this partner who Who I know doesn't really want to have that experience. Yeah. And so, like, those are the kinds of things that, like, I was dealing with for a long time, which when I say those things out loud, it doesn't seem too fast to be like, ooh, I like this person. I want to explore what the future might be with this one person. But... On paper, it seems real fast. And to him, it was like, what? <laughs> to him, it was like, uh, you've been saying something different. Um, you, Which rightfully, like, yeah he, yeah. he was getting different messages. I don't think it's like that he wanted something different. I just think he was like, oh, wait, but that's not what but I But also, thought. I mean, he was getting a different message because that's what I was, I yeah, was giving I mean. him. Which was like, I want to try dating lots of people. I want to, like, see what's out there. I want to experience mm-hmm. all this. And that is true. That was true until it wasn't. Yeah. Until it was like, oh, you want to, you you have this date plan and you don't want to go on that date. You want to rather see what he's doing. Yeah. You know? My uh, situation, I, I, none of the other people were like serious or whatever, but there's been like a revolving. <laughs> that just doesn't sound good, but like I, just whatever. There's been funny. T- the people that I've, different people that I've been out with and 
Um, I didn't initially, like, we had a super fun first date, but I just, like, kind of, like, because of the timing and I still kind of had feelings for, like, someone that I had been seeing, you know. Previous. Previously. So I was, like, uh, just kind of glib and, like, open to, like, whatever. And, like, it was, we, our first few times were, like, kind of, like, spread out in a way that was, like, um, I don't know. I just, like, didn't give, like, even the possibility that much credence. I was, like, this guy's favorite show is Entourage. He, like, <laughs> he let it slip oh that, he my keep, God. that he called Justin Bieber an artist. I, I forgot was like, that right, his favorite show right? is Entourage. I'm so, gonna, I can't Which, like, listen, he's, like, knows a shit ton about art. Like, he's not an idiot. Like, but... Entourage. I know. Listen. I can't Amina, wait to make fun of Amina him for that. Amina loves Entourage. Amina loves it because it's garbage, and she loves pulling apart what garbage it is. Okay, whatever. <laughs> I don't know exactly why he loves it, but... Anyway, I kind of, like, disca- discounted this whole thing, and then I just want to give... This is, like, a little testament to being, like, calmly and confidently, like, persistent and just like uh whatever he like I mentioned a book on a date and wasn't like you should read this but I mentioned it and that's the whole reason we went out again it's because he took the time to like read this book which I thought was like dope dope and then um a couple other things like that happened like he like helped me hang these whiteboards in my place and he was and I was like I don't know does that look does that placement look right or whatever and he was like it's not about how it looks it's like he's like it's about your process and I was like oh my god nobody cares about my process this is so great (laughs) but it was like little things like that and he could have like take interpreted all the stuff that I was doing and like my own like just being unsure just not like that invested in it yet or whatever and mm-hmm. been like, okay, this is a good, like, I sh- maybe should just peace out. And But he didn't. And I'm really glad he didn't because, like, yeah, he's kind of like a good, he's, he, I really like him. Yeah. But <laughs> <laughs> it's really uncomfortable. <laughs> it is really uncomfortable. It is really uncomfortable. It is really uncomfortable. It's very vulnerable. I just said that three times. <laughs> It's very oh vulnerable. God. It's very... And, like, for me, I'm realizing that, like, where I'm at in life is that I really want... One of the, the one of the main reasons that I left that last relationship was that I wanted to be married to someone. I really... For me, and this isn't for everybody, but, like, for me, a marriage to me represents a very public partnering not unlike this public partnering, which is like, I, I want everybody to, I want everyone to be like, look at this person, it's so great. Um, and this person is so great, and I would like to experience life with this great person. I would like to let everyone in my life yeah. in on the fact that celebrate like, it. celebrate that I am, I'm like trying to get, you know, get through life with this person by my side and like, I don't know. I, that to me seems really important and an experience that I want. And I also want to not right away, but like I want to have a family. And that mm-hmm. is so scary to say out loud. Oh my God, I'm going to cry. That's really scary because like 
I don't know where my career is going to go. I don't know like all the things that might happen. Like, I don't even know like when I'm going to have a kid and if it's going to be okay. It gets kind of scary to start thinking about having kids later in life. Like all of it's very nerve wracking, but those are like super deep desires that I have. And like, I ain't got too much time to fuck around. Meaning that like, I think I'm a little bit, I, it's not as exciting as it was maybe like three months ago or four months ago whenever I broke up with my ex. It's not as exciting to like... like five months, but yeah. Five months, gosh. It's not as exciting to sort of have like hot, sexy sex with a stranger that's like maybe like 10 years younger than me because like that's not going to go anywhere. You know, like it's not actually going to take me any closer to the thing that I desire, really deeply desire. And it's also not going to get me any closer to like you know, keep sort of pining away and hoping that, like, maybe this one person that I had this, like, romantic mm-hmm. entanglement with is oh, going to change up That's what we were their... going to talk about. Yeah. Is kind of because it relates to our guest is em- is the amazing Emily V. Gordon. She's very awesome. talented oh, I did shed uh, it writer, creator, for, like, former therapist. Uh, she wrote this amazing book, Super You. Um, and kind of because of some of the stuff that she says in her book, we've been talking about this stuff as it pertains to dating and both of us prior to, to these situations and the dating around situations or like in the middle, whatever, uh, we don't know what we're doing. We don't know what we're doing actually. (laughs) Uh, But, uh, we both like kind of had fell for these people pretty quickly pretty quickly and and strongly. We threw a lot of our feelings at them. Uh, yes, and like kind of like romanticized the people and uh, had like a, a little bit of like, uh, I mean, because they f- fulfilled certain needs in like such a great way, we like kind of were like overlooking. Lots of big red big flags. red flags and incompatibilities and just like, and I think like ultimately... We were talking about this, too, is that, like, you want to be with someone that's, like, crazy about you, right? Yeah. And, like, stoked to be with you. And, yeah. like, if you're, like, having to, like, beat that out of somebody or, like... Beg them. Beg them or encourage them to, like, or, like, try to set that up. Like, that's probably not the right dynamic yeah. for you. It's not. <laughs> but it took those situations... For us, which, so it's like, I, I don't want to be mad at those. No, I'm not regretful for that at all because what it did was, like, wake me up and make me go, like, right, you A, you can have strong feelings for someone and feel very, like, intense and great and sex can be really fire and, like, those that that's a real thing. Fire. And then also you were reminded that, like, I deserve, what I deserve is somebody that wants to do this with me, that wants to get to know me. In a big way. In a big way, yeah. Like, that's like, I mean, like, (laughs) yeah, like one, this this romantic entanglement, that's what I'm going to keep calling it. Um, I like that. One of the reasons that he said that he couldn't, like, pursue something with me was because it was going to be long distance and he'd already done that before and he wasn't really willing to do that again. And I was like what are you're like missing on this thing that could be like amazing we could be like great together and then I find out later that he 
is dating a girl and he got a job that's like far away and he's going to be doing long distance with her. And at first I was like crushed by that. I was really sad about that. And then the more I thought about it, the more I realized that like, it's me. It was me. He, he didn't want to do long distance with me. And that is valuable to know. At first it made me really sad. And then I was like, that's actually awesome that I know that because like, you don't want to sit pining wanna... over someone that doesn't want to be long distance with you. And I had a similar yeah, thing like... with this guy. Is like, I was like, but can't you like he he really liked me in a lot of in a lot of ways. I think like, you know, he had some baggage or whatever that made it hard to see. But I think like ultimately he would have overcome that if it were right. And like with the next person, like he had he did work it out. Like he did work it out, and he. <laughs> He is doing some iteration of that with that person. And like, mm -hmm. and it was helpful for me to see like, oh, I don't want to be pursuing someone like that. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want to have to show someone the light. Like, uh, it's shiny as fuck over here. Just look <laughs> at it. <laughs> Just all you got to do is look. And if you can't see it, that's great. I respect you still. Yeah, but like, but you're, you're not for me. Also. You're yeah. lost because this is awesome. And if it's too bright, though, that's okay. That's okay. That's okay. <laughs> if, too, if it's too shiny for you, that's okay. That's okay. Boy, bye. Boy, bye. Um, so anyway, yeah, I guess, I guess. We're uh, just talking about like different like versions of ourselves. The versions of ourselves that were, it sounds like virgin, versions of ourselves at that time that were sort of sprung on those dudes helped us get to these versions of ourselves, which are now sort of a little bit sprung on these other dudes. But, but these dudes much, are very sprung on, on us, us, so it's like yeah. a much better situation. Ooh. And like TBD, where all this goes, <laughs> and like you're going to probably see this unfold <laughs> for better or worse. Uh, oh, but my. I think what's valuable about Emily's book is that it tells you, like, don't be mad at the at the versions of yourself you had to go through to get to, like, a better you. And that's yeah. like uh, such an amazing point. And yeah, because like, it's so easy it to beat enough. yourself up and be like, oh my God, I was so stupid for staying with that guy or that girl for so long. What's wrong oh, with me? What's wrong with me? What's wrong with me? I was an idiot. And it's like, well, you just had to you go just through that. Did that thing. It's okay. It's okay. Yeah. And now you're doing something new. So we're excited to come back with uh, Emily V. Gordon right Yay. after the break. See you in a minute. Oh, P.S. This is my dog, Banjo. He's, He's like chilling. not even interested in the show. He it's doesn't like, care. This show is dope. What's wrong with you? Banjo. We are shiny over here, Banjo. He does have his ears pointed back <laughs> this way like, oh, there you are. Hey, baby. There you are. All right, okay. we'll see you guys soon. Okay. Bye. Hey guys, it's Stephanie Beatrice. Guess what? I'm a cartoon. Check out Wizard on Jash.com, written by the amazing Anise Ansari and starring me and Maria Bamford. It's cute. Happy hour! I told you we'd make it in time. Elizabeth, it's 7.59. It's not even happy hour now. It's a happy minute. You took forever to get ready! Look, Margaret, not all of us are wizards who can magically Beyonce up in a minute. My lackadaisical punk style takes effort to assemble. What can I get y'all? Hmm, we'll have the two pictures of your samosa mimosas dry. Snap, Margaret, you sure about that? You're usually kind of a lightweight. Perhaps, but I just got promoted to level 10 at work! Oh. We should celebrate in proper fashion! Can't say no to using your success as an excuse to get wasted. So, 
I told the troll. I said, okay, look at look at me, troll. Look at me in the eye right now, troll. Back, back up. Was she a troll in the sense she antagonized you, or was she like a literal troll monster? She was born! So I told her, this ain't my first day in wizard school. She crap. You probably shouldn't have your wand out when we're getting wasted. I may or may not have a chia seed stuck in my teeth right now. I think you're good. It's fine, right? Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. All right, guys. <laughs> we're here with the wonderful, talented, smart, hilarious, funny, and beautiful Emily V. Emily Gordon. V. Hi, Gordon. Hi. Hi, lady. Yay. We're Hi. so happy that you're here. Thank yeah. you for having me. I'm Thank very excited. Thank you for coming. Stay. Emily, we're so excited to have you because you are not only like a creative powerhouse, but you have this background as a therapist. I do. So That's it's right. like, yeah. You can really speak to these angsty, like, struggles we're going through. I also was very angsty, so I come at it from multiple angles. Yeah, <laughs> you were like punk rock. I was a... I was, Go you're a gothy. I was an angry goth uh, kid growing up, for sure. Yeah. yeah. Which, by the way, that's all universal. It doesn't matter, like, what you come... Like, yeah. Yeah. You got um, Agree. So, like, how... Tell us about how you got to... How you decided to become a therapist. Let's start there. I was, like, a psychology major in undergrad, and I was, like... Oh, I think this is what I'm supposed to be doing, I think. Um, and it also, I didn't want to go out and have to get a job, so I was like, I'll just keep going to school for oh, as long as I plan. possibly can. <laughs> I really liked school. So I was like, I'll just keep doing that, and then I'll never have to get out into the workforce. And so uh, I got a master's in couples and family therapy. And then I spent the next, like, seven years or so working with nice. very mentally ill people. Yeah. Where were you doing that? Uh, North Carolina and Illinois. I worked at uh, like wilderness facilities for like troubled kids. Um, I worked at uh, a home for people with schizophrenia. That was just an old hotel that they had like, yeah. I've had a lot of really, really <laughs> a horror intense films? Like it was Whoa. like a premise for a horror I film. I have a whole soapbox about this. <laughs> that is so They're intense. They're not scary places. They're weird. They can be odd places, but like that, whenever I see a horror movie set in a, a, like an asylum, I'm like, oh, come on, guys. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> be more creative. Um, so what... Uh, what led you down the writer, like, creator path after that? I always really liked writing, and I was, like, I would write stories and stuff that just would never go anywhere, and then I wrote, I actually wrote a thing for, uh, submitted for a contest in Bust Magazine. Yes, and, like, nice. like, we love Bust. So many years ago, uh, that was a porn story? They have that one-handed read thing. Yes, yeah. I love the one-handed read. Oh, one-handed read. I didn't win the contest, but they were like, we want to run it anyway. And then that was my first time being published and being like, oh, my God, this might be like a thing that I could do. That, that is be... amazing to yeah. me that you were Under a, a pen name, read. Catastrophe Jenkins. What was yeah. it? Oh, my God. Wait, maybe so I read gross. it. Maybe I read it. What was it it's about? It's about a girl seducing a Star Wars nerd. But I will say this was 2003, and that was just not a thing we discussed back in 2003. Oh, my goodness. Yeah. Uh, I did not. I'll read that, but I'm going to go online it and find it. Yeah, it was so fucking long ago. Um, yeah, so I started, that was like my first foray. And then I just like as a stress reliever, as like a way to like express myself was like writing stuff all the time. Mm -hmm. And at some point I started submitting them to websites and like magazines and I got a billion no's and then like two yeses. And then yeah. it just snowballs from there. That's like actually like a very good batting average. Yeah, right. <laughs> Is it? Like if you get any yeses, you're like, oh you're my God. It. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's tough. You, it's a lot of rejection for sure. Yeah. Yeah. 
Um, I love that like super dramatic pen name. That's so fun. Catastrophe Jenkins. Jenkins is better. Jenkins is even better. It's <laughs> so ridiculous. I, and I guess I, at the time I was still in grad school and I was like, I, 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 want, I don't want to have this under my name because it's like a sex right, story. It's and, a sex story and I don't know where I'm going like, to wind up and what job would be I'm my porn name. <laughs> Catastrophe Jenkins. That would be a good porn name. So... Okay, you work a lot with your husband. Yes. And, uh, and tell us who your husband is. His name is Kumail Nanjiani. He's an actor and comedian. You've for sure seen him on something. <laughs> right now he's on, like, Portlandia. He's on a lot of stuff, Silicon yeah. Valley. You guys do Meltdown together. We do, yeah. We work a lot together, and he works constantly. So, yeah. So, how did you guys meet? Um, we met at a, at a stand-up show in Chicago. I'm going to just fully cross the legs. Yes, please. Yeah. Um, and I heckled him. I was in the audience and I heckled him. You did not. Yeah. <laughs> That's so Do you cute. remember what you said? Yeah, he said, is there anyone from Pakistan in the audience? And I went, woo, because I thought it would be really funny and nobody <laughs> else was responding because there was no one else in the audience from Pakistan. We were a bunch of white people. Uh, and then he kind of, you know, we kind of joked around a little bit. And then, uh, then the person next to me heckled him super hardcore and I was like, oh, my God, I don't want this guy to think that I'm, like, a part of, like, a heckling crew because right, I didn't even right. know this woman. So I went up to him and apologized to him after the show. And then, For the other woman? Yeah. I was like, I'm sorry. I don't even know her. And then and then we just started kind of chatting. Yeah. Ah, that's so cute. When, that's super like, what cute. What time frame is this? What? What time frame this is this? This was in 2006. We met in 2006. Yeah. So, like, kind of pre-app, were you, like, on apps and stuff? Oh, God, or, like, no. The no. only thing, there was one website called The Makeout Club. That was oh like, my god, that sounds was so like old-fashioned. dating site for like, uh, for like hip kids who like to talk about. Ba- it was like really obnoxious. Oh my god! Uh, and you can tell how old someone is if they even know about that site. Uh, yeah, so I was on that site, but I didn't really like. I wasn't really dating anybody on mm-hmm. that site. So yeah, there was no apps, no nothing. We both were on MySpace, so I had to like friend Kamel on MySpace. Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god! MySpace. We've been together a long time. You know, like when you go backwards of like yeah, how many yeah. websites ago it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And they asked you out first. Like, how did that he happen? He asked me out and I said no because I was trying really hard not to date anyone. I oh. was like, You were like, I'm going to have my That's single, when it always happens. Right? Too. Single thing. I was in yeah. therapy and like my therapist was like, Let's, like, we're going to go through a celibate phase. It's going to be great. Uh-huh. So I was like fully embracing that. It was like kind of hooking up with guys randomly, but not. Sure, sure. Uh, and then I just realized like I couldn't stop like thinking about him and wanting to hang out with him. So I, I asked him on a date like a few days later and he was like, All right, fine. I've had something similar happen recently. Really? Yes. I thought I wasn't going to talk about this today. I I was like, I was dating all lots of different people and was like, yeah, no, I'm single now because I'd been in a long term eight year relationship. And then it was like, I couldn't stop thinking about this one guy. And like, I didn't want to go out on these other dates anymore with these other guys. You didn't want to have all the fun. The like, I didn't want to have, I want to have fun with him. Yeah. Yeah. I was actually on a date and I was with some random dude, like not a date, but I was like hanging out with a dude I want to hook up with. And I was texting with Kumail and I was like, I'm having more fun with these texts yeah. than I am with this dude yeah. that I'm like just waiting to like, like we get drunk enough to whatever. Yep. Uh, and I was like, OK, that's a sign. I yep. should do something about that. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. So it's good to listen to those things and have those rules, but eh, it's also good it's also to, good to like, be break like them. Well, break the shit out of them. <laughs> yeah. Um, so you guys work. You said you work together a lot now. Um, we've, did that happen again? Was nope, that your phone? It wasn't me. It wasn't me. Okay. It was someone else. It's a fire alarm. Airplane, <laughs> airplane mode. Ooh, okay. full airplane. Well done. Full airplane. Okay. Woo! Um, <laughs> uh, so 
how do you manage that like dynamic? Because like we spend and spend a ton of like personal time together, and now it's like mixing yeah. business with pleasure. Were you guys friends first before you started? Yeah. yeah. Okay. And then yeah, it gets like, weird, right? Besties, Working with your yeah. friends. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's weird. We have had a long time to like adjust to it, but like we have to have boundaries of like you have to ask permission before you talk about work in our house. That's mm, a thing. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. And then we used to have a podcast together and we don't anymore. And we used to like, we would be having like fun little conversations and we'd be like, save it for the podcast. And I was like, oh, we can't do that. Yeah. Like we still have to like kind of live our lives. And, uh, and then when you're working with someone that you're also like romantically involved with, there's all kinds of weird baggage of like, you're reacting to your boyfriend or husband or girlfriend or whoever rather than your business partner uh-huh. like yeah we would yeah. be in meetings and like one of us would be like why didn't you back me up in there that was uh, you're supposed uh-huh. to back me up like well because I disagreed with you and I'm your partner like not, not your I'm right. not your wife in there I'm your partner right. right so like it took us a little while to like set that stuff up but you have to have boundaries because otherwise it just gets real wonky yeah 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 agree agree yeah agree. and like communic what we've f- figured out so far is just like communicating about it all is like super oh my god everything important. just out in the open don't keep anything like yep. like even if it's awkward even if it's weird yeah just, even if it's like small thing yeah. like this thing kind of bothered me i think i should talk about it right yeah. now because otherwise it's and just also it sh- ends up showing in the product that you're like yeah, creating totally. together yeah yeah we're big proponents of that although there are some episodes of our podcast where we are like clearly had just fought like right Really? Yeah. You can tell, or do you think people that watch watching? Watch I don't know tell? if anyone's ever Thank mentioned you. it, uh-huh. but when I hear it, all I hear is like, "Oh, sure." Me like being really clipped. Uh-huh. Oh wow. Okay. And uh, that's not good. That's bad. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but yeah. it happens. Yeah. Dang. <laughs> this is very useful information yeah. for us. So. You guys met, like, a decade ago. A decade ago, yeah. Ooh, you guys seem so young. It's, like, weird to think that... And, we were, and, like, I was, like, 27 then. It's not like I was crazy young. Right. Yeah. People in L.A. just don't... It's, like, don't age. It is true when you look at Facebook at, like, people you grew up with. It's I like, know. Whoa. Whoa. You have grandkids. Same yeah. age. You have grandkids. <laughs> Sick burn. Um, <laughs> some of them, too. Some of them, too. Um, so... You, I'm sure you have friends that are still, like, on the single scene yeah, now. Yeah, What's, like, like, do you see anything that's, like, happening now that you're just, like, ugh. Like, uh, one of my friends was just, like, Sophia was, like, mm. I just think, like, you ladies are, like, tolerating way, way too much with this, like, oh, yeah. app game. Like, what, She what, thinks we're just, like, letting these guys, like, get away with murder, basically. Well, do you guys agree? I mean, that's more important We've, than what other people think. When she think. said it, I, like had to check my own, like, behavior, and I did make some adjustments, not just because of, like, that comment, but because, like, I found myself unhappy in some of the, like, dynamics um, that were playing out. But do you see any, like, issues with, like, the current system that you're, like, or, like, advice that you would have for your friends? I feel like like it it does feel very... It feels like a... And I I feel like I'm judgmental saying this because clearly a lot of people, it works for them, but, like, it feels a little shallow of, like... You just get to scroll through human beings. Yes, I'm not as like my a head right now. yeah, like, as yes. like a, a like like they're at, at Amazon and you're just like trying to find a new pair of boots you want to buy. Oh, yeah. like, and that feels a little weird to me. I also feel like people, some people are better at representing themselves online, and some people are worse. And it's like, true. I, so I think if I were still dating, I and I'm saying this, but I'm sure I would. I would probably I wouldn't want to do apps because I feel like 
I don't know that I would be representing myself and I don't know that I would trust what I'm seeing yeah. from yeah. the people that are coming to me because I can't, everyone knows what they're doing. Like no one's just like, I'm being honest. Everyone is completely putting on a show, even if their show is, I'm being honest. Right. But then, yeah, it's about, like, taking it offline then and, like, actually trying to, like, get to know the person. But yeah. what's hard about it is because the, there's, like, so much on the apps, people are, like, less inclined to, to like, actually meet. Yeah, to yes. talk to talk to the hot person at the bar. Or, like, oh, that's true. That's interesting. I just remember, I, and this is not, this was, like, way a long time ago, but we, I actually had a class in, like, this is how old I am, and, like, cyber, the world, the internet. Like, it was literally a class in, like, internet culture. Amazing. And we read Snow Crash and watched Blade Runner, and we had Amazing. a, a Amazing. chat room that we had to participate in as, like, part of the class. And this one guy and I started chatting with each other, and he was, like, super interesting and super cool, and I was, like, really into him. He would not speak to me in class. Mm. Would not speak to me. And then I got weird, and I was like, now I can't speak to him either. So we just had this weird dance where we were, like, never. We were like, we should definitely hang out sometime. Never happened. Was he popular? No. He was, like, a weird dude. We just talked about this a little bit with Yasser, but just how, like, sometimes you can have, like, the intimacy that you establish online... Then, it like, feels so intimate. Feels like a barrier almost yeah. to exactly. the intimacy that should be happening offline. So yeah. it's like it yeah. like almost you can't foster that in the same way. I do feel like meeting as soon as possible is probably the best the best yeah. solution. Like either meet or not meet, but this like ongoing like maybe we can hang out. Oh, I'm having a crazy day, and then this person just exists in your phone or exists on your computer and isn't and in your fantasy and in your fantasy. Mm. That's the thing. Anybody, you'll fill in all the gaps with yeah. the best stuff. The absolute best stuff. And yeah. then when you meet the person, the only choice they have is to disappoint you. Yeah. And it's such a bummer. Oh, yeah. It's such you're a right. Bummer. That's so like, that true. Is, that is like, I mean, I think we argue, we argued about this a little bit in the beginning. We were like, no, we should, you should like vet them a little bit. And, but then like ultimately, like you just do want to meet. I think that vetting them a little bit, like, gets very smart. rid of the weirdo. Uh, yeah. Because like I'm, you don't want to set up a whole night where you've like, gotten dressed and like done your not hair. doing anything yeah. with your friends and then like that thing is a bust because he says something about like ridiculous in the first like five minutes about like women's rights or something you know or whatever He's like a men's rights activist yeah like cool. uh, I no, get thank that you. but like my whole prerogative has been to like take it offline as soon as possible like and if I'm the person hitting them up or even if I'm like responding I'm always like drink soon like ASAP that's like my yeah. first move and, like, there might be, like, some texting between then and the date. They're usually a little bit, but it's not, like, ongoing. And I haven't had anything where the person is, like, I feel like I've got enough information to know that they weren't, like, a total a psychopath. yeah. But <laughs> um, then it's, like, sure, I wasted an hour, but, like, I would have spent a distracted hour at least, like, vetting them anyway. That's something. And, like, yeah, that's true. But what do you do for vetting? Like, what exactly do you guys do? I text, like, I try to, like, joke around okay. and, like, see if they get my jokes or if they're... That's big. Yeah, it's or big for me. And appreciate a woman who is funny. Is funny. That's... Or if they're, like, immediately, like, uh, I look I look for signs of, like, like, I drop a lot of, like, boos and, like, I say boo a lot. And okay. I think it's funny to say. Okay. And, and if, if a guy think thinks it's funny, that's okay. great. That's and good. if a guy tells me to stop saying it, which one of them did... I was like, no, we're done. Also, don't tell me to stop saying anything. Don't tell me I to stop right. saying anything. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I don't That's know exactly it. I was like, oh, what this is going to blow thing. up in my face in like yeah. a minute. Even even though your like, profile is super cute, you 
tell people what to do. That's, you tell women. That's a very, yeah. It was like super uh, telling. Uh, yeah. You know, but there's also like usually Instagram profiles are linked or whatever. And, and you like, do check that. You go through that. Yeah. I don't like to go super deep. Cause like, I don't want to know, I don't want to like have made decisions about you sure. already, but like, I want enough to know, like generally, what do you do? And like, do you, are there a lot of pictures of you with your friends or is it like mostly your motorcycle and like, just like selfies pictures. of you, like making like weird eyebrow faces. Yeah. Or like there was or, one like, guy that was like, it was a lot other of animal skulls or something. <laughs> it was a lot of animal skulls. And I think I said that to you. I was like, the aesthetic is just not right for me. Uh, like, it was, like, very dark and light. That's interesting. I do think what you choose to put on Instagram is... Because we all, like, put an idealized version of your life on there. But, but if you're just doing animal skulls, it's like, you. It's what like, are we doing? Yeah, it's, or if it's, like, all black and white and, like, very artsy. Yeah. Like, there's a girl out there for you. I'm not her. <laughs> Remember like, the guy uh, with the latte art? I, like, considered... I, I considered banging this guy and... Steph and uh, Sophia were like too much latte art, or my friend Molly was like far too much latte was art. It like pictures of his lattes, yeah, so that he made, the, I or guess. that he bought. I don't care. Okay, too many latte, too many latte, too many latte pics. <laughs> so weird. Yeah. It shouldn't be a red flag, but like I'm not. I don't even drink coffee. You know? <laughs> there was another. There was another thing that happened. This was like after a couple of dates, or we were talking about food or something, and this guy was like, "Yeah, I just like you know, like I just eat like." <laughs> at my juice bottle yeah. he was like I just eat like whatever and I was like what does that mean and he was like you know just like most of the time I go out to eat but like if I'm eating at home it's just like a chicken breast or like you know it was just the most like he didn't take any joy and he was like very it was like he might as well have been like chugging Soylent Green that's like it was like weird. that's great I will <laughs> date you I'm not gonna like try. I'm not gonna like I'm not trying to like share meals with you on and the have, reg like, and like, like enjoy the like experience yeah. of, yeah. and that's something that like we don't share like we don't we don't go out to restaurants and like indulge in like an, no an, we went on a, a date they, everyone else was like very into food, the food and I was like cool good for you guys <laughs> she's vegetarian and also like just weird about her food you just don't like an, it, I just like I really like 7-Eleven food like I'm like not oh, <laughs> dude I'm telling you Probably that's what this guy was and I was like I'm not even gonna touch that yeah like, that's I rough. can't get you into you someone you can share a meal with I do like, has the same values of you whatever they are right yeah. and like I just I just got out of a relationship that was very long where it was like he would eat like fistfuls of like you know, spinach out of the fridge, and I was like, oh, I think it was like most like that. It like, like reminded you of the probably, that's probably yeah. True, but like, yeah. it made me think about like, well, what I what do I want in the future? Uh-huh. Like, see, what- that's a very. I often think about with exes, like you're often like when you start dating someone new, it's like you're dealing with the, all the ghosts that your ex left yeah. behind, and so you're new. The person you're dating that's new can like set off triggers that they don't even know about, right? Like that are I and Kumail really doesn't like fireworks and so with the first fourth of july we spent together he was like i don't care about fireworks do we have to can we just watch a movie and then in my head i was like he doesn't enjoy life just like my ex and And then i started like spinning into all this stuff and i was like i have to stop and just like let him know that i'm being crazy because i was being a little crazy some of that stuff's important because you do figure out what you want and then also sometimes you end up like overreaching way too hard yeah yeah, there's so much other good stuff here and making like a big deal about this thing but we've we've talked about that in in regards to like um this guy that I'm seeing made a comment about something that I posted on Instagram and I post a lot of like cheeky shit on Instagram but that's like yeah it's like a little sexy and usually jokey and Uh like 
uh, he made a comment that made it seem like <laughs> I wanted to be like thirst trappy. <laughs> thirst trappy. It's legit. It's legit. But like sometimes you're thirsty. If you're not, you're thirsty. But if you're and also also like playful and whatever. And I just don't want it to feel like I'm like being judged. Regardless, for it. whatever yeah. reason it is. He doesn't get to say what yeah, you put he does on. Not get no, to totally. Yeah. So he made like a comment, and it wasn't like, uh, but it reminded me of my ex, who like would not be down with any of the yeah. shit that I was posting, and I was like, oh, I just want to make it really clear, like that's the deal. So <laughs> like, this oh, is okay. the deal. <laughs> He's like, no, I'm into the deal. I'm into the deal. <laughs> um, we have to take a break, but when we come back, we're going to talk about this. Book it's that Emily she wrote. wrote it. She wrote it, you guys. On a typewriter. No, it wasn't. <laughs> See you in a minute. Hey guys, guess what? More wizard. Check it out on Jash.com. She smells like a centaur shaved directly onto a pile of wet trash. Rude! Why you gotta be a dick to Catsby? What's rude is bringing an animal into our apartment without asking your roommate. Typical Elizabeth. Typical? Typical? I cannot believe you just called me typical. You basically just called me basic, which is so rude. Well, that's... that's typical. Oh, you're quite the inconsiderate roommate at times. With your love band practices, never clean the kitchen, and don't even get me started on the kettle corn incident. Wow, I cannot even believe you brought that up. And how is any of that comparable to any of the dumb magical crap I have to deal with because of your stupid job? Wait. <laughs> Holy crap. Bad kitty. And we're back <laughs> with Emily B. Gordon. Woo-woo. Yay, Emily. We've been wanting to do a cheer this whole time. Yay. So, um, let's talk about this book, girl. This is so <laughs> rad. Emily's book is called Super You. Because, yes. um, release your inner superhero. Yes. Obviously, I'm reading it. <laughs> <laughs> and there's this copy also. And there's the fresh copy. Well, there's like a whole like workbook element to yeah. the book. Yeah, there's a lot so of... So you can really like work on yourself in like a very real tangible yeah. way. That's why I like the people who like tell me they listen to it. I'm like, well, that's interesting that you're listening to it, but I do feel like you kind of need oh, to be no. like, yeah, you're like, going to miss so much because I, like, so half of the discovery is like yeah. the actual, so one, you could probably explain this better. Maybe I should let you explain it. The beginning of the book where you're sort of laying out like why it's called super you and like what, what that is. Yeah. I feel like, uh, I kind of uh, like the idea that we're always should be working towards like we should always be accepting of who we are, but kind of working towards uh, this greater goal, this greater good, this like idealized kind of version, the best version of ourselves. And as a therapist, I would also always ask clients like, what's the the best version of you doing when you wake up in the morning? What are you doing after you work? Uh Like, what are you doing after you like, are you exercising? Are you seeing friends? And so that kind of blossomed in this idea of like the superhero version of yourself is doing all the like healthy, awesome stuff that you know you should be doing, you would love to be doing. Yeah. Um, And so create that person, create that superhero and then kind of go after it. Yeah. Yeah. Make like, like little changes and steps in your day to like, well, then do that thing. And I feel like in the, in the digital age, it's like (laughs) so easy to just like, be like, oh, I check my phone. We were talking about this. I check my phone in the morning. And, like, you know, you can, like, spend your life with your head in this on this device. So easily. Up your own ass, basically. And, by the way, some of those days you absolutely need to. Like, mm-hmm. that's, yeah. that's what I never, like, I don't ever want to shame people for, like, whatever they're doing that's, like, maladaptive or not good for them. Because that stuff kind of serves a purpose, too. Mm-hmm. Like, we're all smart people. Like, even if we're doing something destructive, mm-hmm. 
there's usually a reason behind it. There's like yeah. something going on there. So yeah. figure out what that is and just start living with more intention. Like if you have a morning where you want to spend all morning buried in your phone, at least do it because you're choosing to do it and not because it's like, well, that's what I do in the morning. Right. Yeah. Or I'm escaping from doing the other things that that's I... That's also true. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that was, um, that was my favorite... One of my favorite things starting to read this was like all the versions of you that you have been mm-hmm. and that none of them are... Bad you don't have to feel bad about any of those versions, even if some of them were like dark and mess messed up or whatever. They got you to this version of yourself, which is coping and capable. Absolutely. And like I love, I love that. And I've also like learned that in therapy. But like every time that you hear that repeated to yourself, yeah, it helps. It feels better. It does feel better. It feels better. It's yeah. like it's right, right. I didn't. I'm not like a major fuck up. I didn't like I screw anything up by like. Not you know X Y and Z. I'm just doing what I'm what I can do right now. Yeah, and that's okay. Just moving forward, whatever, however far back you think you've put yourself, whatever. Just keep moving forward, yeah. and all that brought you here. Like we're all still here. Those yeah. of us that are right. Yeah. So like that's something. That's something. That's Not everybody has made it this far. It's yeah, really big. It's yeah. knee jerk though to want to be like. Oh, it's like, oh, you develop the self-awareness to kind of, like, move out of that old skin or whatever. And then it's like, oh, that skin is so fucking ugly. Let me put that in the closet and make sure, like, nobody ever sees that again. And, like, nobody sees those junior high pictures or, like, nobody, you know, whatever. Um, I only recently have started putting photos of myself in middle school and high school up on the Internet. And I, because I had a very, I was very averse to, like, anybody ever seeing that. I was like, you know what? I got to own this part of me, too. Like, I yes. can't, like, yeah. I wouldn't be this person if I wasn't, like, this horrifying, uh, awkward <laughs> goth kid in middle school and high totally. school that was, like, angry and thought that she knew what was happening in the world. Yeah. Uh, so why not kind of celebrate that? Although there are days that I don't want anyone. I still have photos I would never show anyone. But why not? Why not put it out there? Yeah. No, it's good self-acceptance. No, I, tell, I like, was... talk about my acne on Instagram a lot. Like, I'm like, and I bro- I'm broken out because, like, I don't... There used to be, like, two years ago, I would have these, like, days where That's I would just, like, cool. sob and cry about it because yeah. I was like, oh, I'm such a monster. And, like, well, now I'm like, it's ha- it's happening. I, I know why thing... it happened. Who is it? Lord? Lord, like, someone airbrushed, took a photo of her and then airbrushed out her acne and she was like... Put my acne back. That's what I look like. Yeah. I want people to see yeah. that yeah. this is a version that like of a person that I could that's be. It's acceptable yes. too, yes. and like that's kind of why you post about it yeah. too. Is like, like who wants? You don't want a bunch of like girls to grow up and be like, no, but that person's flawless. Yeah, right. like because that's the game here in LA. Like the game is to pretend like. Oh, I I woke up like this. It's like, effortless, completely. There's effortless. no way some of these people's butts actually oh god no grow like that oh, god, like, it's no. just not real no and for like a bunch of teenage girls to to not know that and to not and to like be accosted with like images images coming at them all the time where there's like tiny waist and big round hips and big bubble butt and like flat little stomach and it's like th- that's that does not grow in nature it doesn't not grow in nature boo-boos no. like it really doesn't do like that and barely like you have there's so much that goes into making and that's that. why i i really love drag a lot because oh, i feel like it's that is just people owning the fact that yeah, this takes a shit ton of work. Yes, and these, I want to do that. Thighs and booty are sculpted out of couch yeah. cushions. Yeah, like, yeah. Everybody knows. No, that. And it's no shame yeah. to like trying to achieve any certain aesthetic. It's Absolutely. just like let's just be real about what goes into about that. What, yeah, we're and doing. also I loved uh, uh, Chrissy Teigen. 
God, before, she's so great. She's so great. Before she had, she's been like, I feel like super empowering about her like whole pregnancy and all that stuff. Yeah. But before that, even she'd posted this picture of her like getting ready to eat pizza or something, and she was sitting like this, and she's like took a picture, and it's like of her like little stretch marks like there, and I have those, and I was like, yes. <laughs> She just doesn't look like... They airbrush those out. Yes. They're in every photo. Yeah. They just take them out. Yeah. It's crazy. I definitely... If you see Ashley Graham, that uh, she's a plus-size model. Yeah, yeah. Stunning. If you see... She'll often post photos of, like, here's an outtake from this photo shoot, and you see, like, her like her thighs can be lumpy, and she's like, look at my lumpy thighs, everybody. Yeah. But in the, like, final shot, they've either smoothed them up or the lighting is just perfect that you can't, like, see. Yeah. But both of those versions are her. They're right. both her. Yeah. And we can be, maybe that's her superhero version. Yeah, The yeah. airbrush version is the superhero version, and, like, that's who she really is. And yeah. they're both accurate. Yeah, and there's nothing, not to say that there's anything wrong with, like, changing your body if you want to. It's fine. Like, it's just when, it's you're just when you're... presenting an effortless... Well, or, like... It's more, for me, it's always about, like, the idea of, like, young women mm-hmm. looking at these yes. images online or on their phones and comparing themselves, comparing and despairing. And just because being like, they're just like, I'll never. Good. good run. Chelsea. Chelsea gave really? me that one. Yeah. She was like, <laughs> compare and despair, girl. I was like, oh, that's genius. Um, yeah, that not good enough. No matter yeah. what it is, I'm not good I'm not enough. good enough. Yeah. I'm not good enough. Which is like, you're comparing your, my friend Jenna says, you're comparing your your rehearsals to somebody's opening night. Ooh, which I is like, like that. why are you doing that? That's like you're awesome. not you're not even off book yet, and yeah. you're like at their like Broadway opening night, going like I'll never be this yeah. good. Which is like stop. I think that's also true for careers too. Mm. Like if you when you start comparing your career to anyone else's, oh, like totally. it just eats you. Yes. It just alive. consumes you alive. And then you you aren't making anything anymore. And you aren't creating anything. You're just thinking about someone else. Yes, yeah. and why you which don't have what I they love, have, and like oh, like Louis. Like, I like when people leave their old shit online. Like, Louis's got old, uh, like, sketches that he did, like, 20 years ago or whatever that are online. Just trash. And they're, they're like, honestly, yeah, there's, like, a couple good moments in there, but they're not great. His and first it's like, sitcom was really good, Lucky Louie? Yeah, yeah Lucky but that Louis was, like, was that, so was, yeah. that was an opening night. But, like, yeah, this yeah. stuff that he was, like, shooting that's, like, people's, like, little webisodes or whatever. Yeah. And it's, like, yeah, it looks... It looks might look trashier than your web series, like you know what I mean. Like, but it's real it's and not it's as like, classy. It does. It takes those steps to get to the final place, mm-hmm. which is what I mean, kind of what you're saying in your book. Absolutely, that like, that's true. Yeah, uh, yeah. Louis wouldn't be Louis now if he had not done that. Yeah, done those things. Yeah. Oof. Just thinking about some plays that I've done. <laughs> you're like taking it to a performance place. You're like. <laughs> I did. I was like, oh, I've really done some crappy work in my day but it made me better and I, I mean if I go back and read stuff I was actually just today going like to a website that I used to write for I'm reading like a couple of my old essays there and I was like oh, they let me write for this site <laughs> that's so what funny what a bag of trash this is I can't believe anyone put this online what a bag of trash there's nothing I can do and it's not that I don't stand behind it but good lord it's terrible writing yeah, yeah. 
I, there's a monologue that sometimes will flash in my head that I, I hope nobody taped it. And that you I, wrote and performed? No, no, that I performed. But it's like, I, I, if I ever am like thinking of myself as a bad actor, like that's the moment that I think of is like me doing this Just, monologue. And it was like totally not yeah. the right emotional calibration. And it fucking haunts me. Sometimes I'll just be like driving in traffic it's, and I'll be like, what if somebody gets that tape? I would love to see it. I would absolutely kill to see that. I'm not oh even going to call it out because people would be tempted. Oh my God, that, that is so funny. Will you tell us after? Because no. I might. Please. Please. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I don't I don't hate that part of myself. It got me here. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, Do you think that you were at like a, like when you met your now husband? Do you think that you were at a place in your life where you were trying, actively trying to become your super you, your super version? I was in a very, I was in a pretty good, I think I was in a pretty good spot. I actually had been married before. I got married very, very young. Mm -hmm. Um, Totally amicable divorce, but I like, I, that was like, hey, I need to like really think about what I'm doing instead of just like, well, sure, let's get married. Why not? Right. Um, Which is kind of how that marriage happened. So I was in a, a very healthy place of like, I'm taking care of me and I'm going yeah. to dance classes. And so I, I I felt like I was in a good spot to meet him yeah. for sure. And then the we kind of, I tended to steamroll guys a lot in mm. my past and would t- just kind of run the show. And I would always pick guys who would let me just run the show. Sure. And my husband does not very let me do that. Very alpha of you. I relate to that. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't let you do that. No, though. he didn't. Even from the beginning, he was, like, great. And so then I had to reevaluate, like, oh, what I had been getting out of relationships was feeling needed because I was, like, the boss. Uh-huh. And if I'm not feeling needed because he can't breathe without me, then I have to, like, deal with the fact that, like, it's just that he likes me. Yeah. And that has to be enough. And that was kind of a scary thing to like <laughs> confront for myself because I'd never, I'd always just made myself indispensable to dudes and that then is that way. so interesting, dude. That's so great. I'm kind of in the same, like, I really, stro- yeah. <laughs> That's why I looked at you because I know, so, well, not all the guys you've ever dated, but some of the guys you've ever dated, some of the guys you've ever dated, that's not a real sentence. Some of the men that you've chosen to be with in your life were kind of a disaster before you came in there and were like, all no, right, let's put I this like together. Good, no, I like a good fixer-upper, yeah, you know? I like, too. I like to be like, look, I redid the mm-hmm. house. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I'm trying to, like, break that I can pattern. foster weirdness because then it's like, are you a mom or are you a girlfriend? Like, That's who are you? That's so weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I didn't want to do that anymore. I was yeah. trying really hard. And so when he, like, kind of just literally would not let me steamroll him. I was like, oh, this guy's interesting. And my best friend back home was like, I think this guy is going to be real interesting. She's like, if you were scared, you would run away. But stay, try and stay in this. See what happens with this guy. And it, I mean, it so far has worked out very well. Yeah, it <laughs> looks like it. Yeah, yeah. Um, That's really fascinating that, like, you basically met somebody that you were either willing or slash, like, not forced to, but like that you broke a pattern with yeah. him. That you like majorly broke a pattern. And it was just dumb luck, honestly, because I didn't. There was nothing about him specifically. I was like, I don't think he's gonna let me challenge. Like, right? No, nothing it just about to him. Be. It just happened to be. And then we both challenged each other a bunch, but not. Uh, and I like obviously I helped change what he was wearing because he used to just basically wear pajamas and like <sighs> that stuff still is true. That's always gonna be true. But like emotionally and like in our relationship, sure, sure. like yeah, he I You're I don't equals. run the show. Yeah. That's yeah. cool. Yeah. 
Um, were you, so like, I'm finding that like, I, because I've had this like other tendency that I'm like, just really kind of skeptical and like look for problems that aren't ah, yeah, there. Yeah, yeah. Did you do that at all at the beginning? I definitely, no, like I actually it? had the opposite problem where I was like, whatever it is, I'll love us enough for both. Like, I'll just, I'll just be all the love we need. Like I, I more than anything was like, I'm willing to make this work whatever your problems are. I was like the opposite <sighs> of a commitment like I was like commitment hardcore. Me too. Hardcore. Yeah. So that was not an issue I ever had, but it's a it's an it's an issue a lot of people have for sure. Yeah. yeah. What's going on with that? No, no. I just that's just I'm just like, oh, this is clearly like my own yeah. shit that There's I'm always gonna be a reason like, that really someone's like not you. worthy. And she's like, well, I'm like, this guy's no, being so nice. Like, what's wrong just here? just said he really likes you and he's being super nice to you and he treats you really well. So I'm clearly, like, get him out of here. Yeah, get him out. This can't be right. But his hands are two different sizes. <laughs> <laughs> um, it's hard. That's like getting intimate, having someone, like that stuff's so hard. Anything it's awful. That, anything that we do to like push it away, I to- any of us, I totally get it. Vulnerability it's terrifying. It's is, terrifying. I think, don't you say that in your book? It's like vulnerability is like the hardest thing it's ever. It's so scary. It's so, so scary. So I never fault anybody for like wanting to push it away because it's horrifying, but yeah. like it's worth it. If you can like stomach it, if you can get through it, but it, it's not easy for sure. Yeah. 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 Um, what else? What else do we want to talk about in the? I book? mean, we could talk about this a lot. <laughs> like I, I like suddenly want to unpack all of my dating stuff, but I feel like I maybe know. it's rude. No, and no, d- and like I haven't really cleared it with him, so I'm just gonna not do that right now. <laughs> maybe want to discuss it with him first. <laughs> this other, this a weird thing about like doing this show is like sure. we're dating people, but they like they're probably watching the podcast the the brilliant kind of part about it is that or not brilliant (laughs) we're brilliant um no uh thing about that's good or like that kind of was like a happy accident but then we were like yes it should be like that is that we're like shooting so that there's a little bit of a delay like Mm -hmm. it's not like all these are shot live on Tuesday and then somebody could go out with us on Wednesday and be like, but what about what the fuck you said on (laughs) on Tuesday? Like that was, you know, there's like enough time that like, and like, you know, we're being respectful of what we're choosing to share and whatever, but like (laughs) eh. the delay, the like delay happens because you can live your life in the interim and like figure out like how you feel about things and like whatever, instead of just like, spewing stuff out and then having other people in your life be but in the other a reactionary. That, the, other, the other side of that is like, like I just, I just decided that I wanted to date this one, just this one guy. Okay. And he was like very shocked and surprised because he's been listening to the podcast and I've been like talking about like dating lots Aww. of people and he was like, uh, that seems like way out of left field. And I was like, no, no, I already, I've thought about That's, it a lot. Yeah. I just didn't let you know that I was thinking about it. Sorry. <laughs> like, oh, my bad. I should have talked to you about this. Oh, shit. I was talking to myself about it a lot, but not you. But that's interesting. He's getting a peek into, like, your thoughts, which is, like, a lot of, like, most people dating don't ever get that. Like, that's not. No. Yeah. You know, I I was, like, having this, like, I don't know, not not dating. I was, like, doing this, whatever, romantic entanglement (laughs) with this guy who I, like, we started out as, like, friends. 
And then we were like, tell, you know, t- talking like friends do, just t- learning about each other and stuff. And then after the romantic entanglement, sort of like, it's a nice way to say it. Yeah, imploded or whatever. Um, another mutual friend of ours, she was like having dinner with him, and he was like, yeah, you know, just it was like so intense because I told her things that I would never tell somebody that I was dating. And I thought I was so like, interesting, that's right? So weird. Yeah. That's so weird because, like, why would you ever? In a way that made him like, I really shouldn't. This is dirty now, or like, this is. I'm you know what I mean? Yeah, like, I soiled this, yeah. the possibility of this becoming. But something it's like, don't you want somebody that likes you, you for like Everything. you with be- with the stuff? Yeah, this fascinates me. I think both men and women, although I, and to be fair, I've met more men that do this. Think of women and girlfriends as two separate things. And like, once a person is a girlfriend, they're to be treated a very specific way. Right. And that way is not at all conducive to like vulnerability or like yeah. falling in actual love. Wow. It's just like, this is my girlfriend and I have to hang out with her on nights. I can't hang out with you guys. And when we talk about dumb, boring stuff and go see yeah, the stupid yeah, movie, yeah. She w- like, that's not what a girl, like that's not what a life partner should no. be. That's a and very also it's gross like, thing. It's yeah. like a weird, it's not exactly, but it's a little bit of like a Madonna whore type of yes. a, like complex it's like what are you like why wouldn't why you am let I on a her pedestal? in like yeah what, like right. i don't need to be protected from you like you're some weird sea creature and yeah. i do feel like and we as women i feel like do this too because we want to project this like cool girl image sometimes with people that we we're dating that a lot yeah. yeah and like oh my god i totally oh my god i love it i love I'm all this stuff down. And like, i'm exactly yeah. when you actually hate it and don't feel like eating barbecue and like hot dogs and like you'll have to go to the gym for another hour because you ate this thing with him because you wanted to seem cool. I think we also need to, like, work on kind of being ourselves more, (laughs) Yeah. too. But I will say it's a lot of my dude friends being like, oh, my girlfriend. I'm like, how are you normal with me and not normal with this other person? Like, do you like like her? Just be a person. Like, you don't have to, like, be a different version of yourself. Just be you and see if she likes it. And if she doesn't, it's her loss. But, like, good Lord, what are we doing? Because then that's when you wake up, like, three years later, and you're like, I don't even know you. Exactly. Yeah. And you don't. Turns out you didn't. You Turns never out you did. didn't. You never actually did. Yeah. Oh, that's such a bummer. That's kind of a perfect. So be be yourself. Try to be your super, your super real version of yourself. Sure. Highly uh, recommend this book. It's super easy to read. It's very, like I said, like, the workbooky part is not boring. It's fun. Oh. Meaning, like, I... I just am like having I, like already this the Courtney brought up the thing about like waking up and getting on yeah. my phone. I'm trying not to do that anymore, which is like hard. It's uh, really hard, yeah. but it's also making me feel like okay. Or like what did I used to do in the morning? Yeah. What on earth did what I do? Did I do. Yeah. I like got up and made breakfast and like thought. Hung out and with your dog. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. If that's good. what feels good. Get that's it. what you should foster. Yeah. It's we're available actually on gonna, Amazon. We're going to throw up a link, so you should use our link. Oh. Um, and buy Emily's book through our link. Ah, uh, very uh, smart. Uh, yeah. I support what, that. You have a uh, third season of Meltdown. Yeah. That's- it's airing uh, Tuesday nights at midnight. Technically Wednesdays, but don't be a nerd. Like... <laughs> I hate it. I never know. Like, it's Tuesday at 11.59 p.m. Oh, um, but, yeah, it's going to be airing now through the end of uh, November. And it's super fun and I'm really happy with this season. So it's basically it's a stand-up show that's, like, you get to see the show on stage, but you also get to see backstage. Um, and it's just us filming the live show that we do every single week. Which so. is super awesome. rad. I've, I've been. It's amazing. Um, anything else you, you want to plug? Um, let's see. I uh, I'm on Tumblr. I also have an adv- I have an advice column on Tumblr. That's just Emily V. Gordon. That's Tumblr. Rad. Yeah. And um, 
Yeah, my husband and I wrote a movie that's going to be coming out next year. Yes! So What's hopefully, it called? Right now it's called The Big Sick, but I think the title may change. But uh, Kamal is playing himself, and an actress named Zoe Kazan is playing me. Oh, oh that's yes. so, so rad. That's good casting. <laughs> oh, my God. She was amazing. Yeah, so uh, we filmed it over the summer, and we're still like in post for it, but... Look for that sometime. Rad. Yes. Follow Emily on Twitter. What are you, Emily V. Gordon? I'm at Emily V. Gordon. I just changed my Twitter handle from the Dynamite, which it was for oh, yeah. um, like years, to Emily V. Gordon. Great. So follow along. I know when that movie comes on, buy this book. You can send us your questions at realitybites at gmail. Realitybitespod <laughs> at gmail.com. With a Y. Bites With a Y. y. You guys are good. <laughs> um, and uh, follow us on all the social medias. And join us again on Tuesday, okay? See you then. Bye. Bye. Hey, guys. Make sure to you subscribe to the channel. There's going to be new episodes every Tuesday. And subscribe on iTunes. Follow us on all the socials. We're at Reality Bites Pod. Bites with a Y, always. And email us your questions at realitybitespod at gmail.com. See ya! Bye!